Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Up and Round Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Thursday. It is October the 13th. And although some of you may not be old enough to remember this, at one point in time, Thursday night football did fall under the Monday night umbrella. And you know what that means? The Jets up 20 to 19, fourth quarter. Let's join it in progress. Burt Jones to Lydell Mitchell, 90 yards. Jets lose 35-20. Also, going back, Jim Grogan against the New York Jets. Steve Grogan. Steve Grogan. Godwin. Oh, Steve Grogan. Joe Rogan. Did I say Joe Joe Rogan? Rogan? There's a... Uh, uh, a mistake for the ages. And intercepted, as Grogan would do, by Godwin Turk. Godwin Turk going all the way to the one. And then Emerson Boozer drives it in from the one. And the Jets beat the Patriots for the last time. That's the last time they beat the Patriots. It was 1975. I was there. And now I bring it back to the great Jim Spiederberg. And his one and oh. New York Rangers. Yes, hockey season has begun. We are here with you. It is good to be back. Eddie's back from his trip. We are glad you guys have joined us. Jam-packed chat room already. They're going crazy. They are on their feet, applauding, yelling, screaming, cursing, waiting for us to launch the free T-shirts. I'm arming the T-shirt cannon as we speak. (laughs) Uh, you got to get, got to get, got to, got to snuggle in with Kotsi and Greshner there to get on that T-shirt oh. cannon. What's going on? Uh, uh, is Paulie D back? That's the. I, I don't, don't know. know. They they kind of usually join us in midseason. The uh, right. <laughs> we now join the Paulie D show already in progress. Progress. Okay. The, uh, well, yeah. 
The, the masses were out on the blue carpet last night, the New York Rangers. Or excuse me, uh, Tuesday night. The masses, the millions of people had gathered, most of them with signs for free sticks and pucks and shirts. I love you. I'm your biggest fan. Give me something for free. Begging, begging, begging. <laughs> oh, I see the, the shadow was in full form with the comedy, I see. Singing happy birthday to Alexei Lafreniere, who turned 21 and was able to go out, celebrate, and drink legally for the first time in New York City after the Rangers. Thrilling, chilling, heart be stilling. Wow. Three to one victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, Eastern Conference champion. Pretty Tampa solid Lightning. victory. Pretty solid. Everything you could ask for in an, in an opening night victory. The crowd was going crazy. Nobody tripped over any loose wires. Horrible broadcast by ESPN. Yeah, that I didn't uh, hear. I was uh, the I had some Yankee fans with me, so we were switching back and forth. So we had muted so we could laugh and talk. Uh, so I didn't hear. You're going to tell me that a Ranger game in October is less important than a Yankee playoff game? Well, it's Yankee fans. I mean, what can I do? I got to, you know, I acquiesced. Game one isn't really that important. I mean, I DVR'd it to watch the whole thing. To... But then it really, I didn't really have to DVR it. I saw a lot of it because, like, two innings go by in a baseball game, and that's a period and a half in hockey. Right. And in between periods, you can watch a whole lot of hockey. Uh, I thought... I mean, from what I saw, maybe you guys, I, I know you have some beasts with the broadcast. I did notice that, but uh, one of the things that bu was a, a bugaboo with you in your post game, which I watched. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Ray Ferraro's back. Yes, thank God. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I, For what I could tell, and... Um, I love the fact that the Rangers got a lot of shots on goal. This is was my concern, dude. Was are we going to see the same kind of uh, Katie bar the door play by the Rangers? Rangers came out very focused. They had a task. Yeah. They they just they were great mindset set. The whole that's right. Let's go Rangers, Nick. Um. 39 so, shots on goal. I mean, that's what I want to see. What's up, Nick? What's up, Max? Hey, Chef. What's up, Connor? And all Slikers. We got to realize, I know we all realize it, but the team that took us so far in the playoffs and gave us so much joy is not there now. They're missing four or five components of that playoff run because of free agency and, and whatnot. Whatnot. So it was good to see the guys that are new and the guys who have replaced those guys or moved up in the lineup to play as well and as intense as they did. So I was Absolutely. very happy. Absolutely. I was uh I, I liked I liked what I saw from uh Zach Jones and Braden Schneider getting their first uh their first game in together as a pairing. I, mean, I love both. this move. I love this move all around. Youth, 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 youth. Right. And even high echoes. The boys are marching. Oh, sorry. And correct me if I'm wrong, though. 
on this. But even Hayek, although he's been with the Rangers five years and played eight games, isn't he like 24? I believe you are correct. I mean, they have a young defense. And I like that. Instead of getting some washed up cog. 24 like, years old. How yeah. much? 24. 24. How much? So some washed up guy who they think could be physical like Nemeth last year. And they always get like some veteran. Get him at the deadline. Let these right. young guys play. This All isn't Jared Tenorti, you know, trying to hang on. Steve Eminger, you know, those yeah, these guys. Oh, I mean, these guys. Yeah, these yeah. hangers on, as I think Eddie just called them. Yeah. This Braden Schneider with a much more permanent looking number four on his back. Yes. Night. I like that. You know what I like about that is they're not retiring number four. Braden Bell Schneider. <laughs> so gave him his permission to wear it for a bottle of Jack Daniels. What if what if at the Ron Gretchner retirement ceremony, Braden Schneider pulls a Ray Bork and pulls the four off and he's number 44 underneath? Oh, no. <laughs> So uh, I really like what I saw. You keep Shesterkin like that. Um, with those shot totals, he's going to have another great season. Now, Megan asked me, my daughter Megan, for those of you that don't know, for those of you that are brand new, uh, she asked me the other night because she's a big Braden Schneider fan. He's he's in her top three on the team. Oh, is, is he a good-looking man? He's good-looking. Well, is in he her like mind, the Harry sure. Styles of the Rangers? He's the Harry Connick. Harry Styles apparently is big with the women. Apparently. So she's a so she's a big Braden Schneider fan. He's in her top three. And I told her he changed his number. And she said, Why did he change his number? I said, I said, I don't know. I said, but I said 45 feels like a feels like a training camp number for a guy that you don't know if he's gonna make the team. I said, now he's permanent. He needs a permanent number. And I like four. Just anything but six. Which Zach Jones is wearing, of course, right? Yes, which is historically a very bad number. All you need to know about six is that Glenn Sather wore it. Yes. And then I think Doug Litster, again, was the only good six. Right. Doug Litster may be the closest thing to a competent player to wear that number. <laughs> but, um, okay, uh, Patty Duke our, uh, says that he's very handsome, Braden. He's young, though, ain't he? Yeah, ah, well, what, they're all I guess, young. Uh, I guess true. I guess it's true. I don't know. At my age, I, I don't know. If I see a girl like 22, I really can't. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. But I put that. Uh, I uh, I digress, as they say. Right. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, so Braden Schneider, she's enamored with Braden. She likes Braden Schneider. He is in her top three. Oh. Oh, we're being spammed. Hot girls here. Hot girls. You must have triggered something when you said 22-year-old girls. <laughs> you must have triggered. It's some, some bot perked up. It's some bot found my voice? I guess so. I don't know. How about the Tiggle Biddies? <laughs> tiggle Biddies. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Wow. I... I Soon as I say something, Sex Find Pro is in the chat room. Right. You got it's nice to know right. somebody's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I think Costa brought that in. <laughs> that prawn, as he says. 
<clears throat> All right. So right. getting back to it, uh, uh, how about Capo Caco on that first line? I don't. I don't want to get too excited, but I uh, thought he played very well. Involved. You know, I thought the thing that I liked most about him to me is a big deal because it means you're engaged in the game. It means you're making something happen. It means you're, you know, it means you're moving your feet and skating. And you, you know, you're you're working hard out there. Good I, the goals are going to come for him, especially if he plays on that line. The goals will come. Our friends at Grubhub. And I thought we'd get like. <laughs> Andy Pettis suggested I say Grubhub. Maybe we'll get some free Grubhub. It so, is, uh, he it had is a good preseason. Rats and frogs here right now. It's raining? Pouring. Right out, right out of the windows, right over my shoulder here. Teeming rain? That's this, uh, Coming down in buckets. Oh, Joe. So, what did you like about the broadcast? Uh, the, you want to go? You want to go right to the broadcast? Well, you saw it. I didn't. I mean, I know. I knew as soon as it was announced who was going to be doing the broadcast that everybody was going to have bad playoff. You know, everybody hates chicken parm. It, it wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't even. You know, it wasn't even that. It was just it, ESPN never met a sport they couldn't ruin. They have ruined football. They have ruined baseball. And now they've come for I'm sure they've ruined basketball, although I haven't watched a basketball game from beginning to end in 25 years. And now they've come back for hockey. They've come back to, you know, finish what they st- finish what they started. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, Sean McDonough, he seems to aggravate a lot of people. He doesn't bother me that much. I've heard worse. I'd rather have him than that stinking Islanders guy, Brendan uh, Burke. Brendan Burke. Yeah, whatever his name is. I mean, that guy could not have sound any less enthused. He did one of the he did the um he did the TNT game that a preseason game that the Rangers were on. And he could not have sounded any less enthused when the Rangers scored. I mean, even people in our group chat or, or uh, our our game thread were commenting that, you know, it's not an Islander broadcast. He has to call it both ways. It wasn't even they weren't even playing the Islanders in that game. That was against the Bruins. But um, it's just, and they had these, they they had digital boards. Did yeah, you I saw that. This? Yeah, you know, it was funny because me and my friend John were doing some edibles, and then you know, again we're watching right. this without without the sound, and all right. of a sudden we see flashes along the board. We go, "Do you see that?" You thought you got laced edibles, huh? <laughs> got laced edibles i did i was on some psycho trip and uh and then i asked the guy who didn't do it i said you see that and he should have been joe he should have joked with me what seen what right but uh yeah we uh it's uh, i don't know whose idea this was i don't know if it's i don't know if it's going to be in every arena i don't know if it's just an espn thing but i did notice I did notice last night I watched a little bit of the Leafs Canadians game, which was on Sportsnet, and they did have the digital boards also at the uh, Bell Center in Montreal. So I don't know if this is, uh, but I'll tell you what: you're watching the game and the pucks in the offensive zone, and all of a sudden the boards start changing. And not only do they change, but they're animated. 
like an ad came up for Delta and there's a plane going across the boards. I'm like, how the fuck are you supposed to watch hockey and do this? No other sport operates this way, Eddie. Could you imagine a guy just running on the field while the play is in motion? Zach Jones, not Zach Jones. What that? What's the Jets? Zach Wilson? Is that yeah. the Jets? Yeah. Drops back to pass, and a guy's just running across the field with an arrow sign that says Geico Insurance. <laughs> no other league does business this way. Well, you want that cap to go up? We need the revenue. Come on. I know. Need, I agree we, with you. You want to change the, You want to have digitized boards change the ads? I think it's a great idea. Do it when the play stops. Don't do it when the play is going on. That is asinine, and that is how you kill your product. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather have that than these patches all over the freaking uniforms? If I got to make a choice, I would go with the digital shit. Yeah, but yeah, but the problem is we're going to get both. Yes. We're going to get both. So it's not going to be a choice of one or the other. You're going to get both. Yeah, you're exactly right. This is It isn't going to stop here. No. No. Yeah. These guys uh, will be changing. These guys will have their name changes on the back of the jersey to ads. Won't be Braden Schneider anymore. It'll be like Schneider Electric. Yes. Yeah, so Braden Pennzoil. Right. Braden Pennzoil. looks good tonight. Zach Jones will be Zach Jones Sausages. <laughs> so. I agree with you. I, I Listen, Alec, I agree with you. I agree with all you guys. About, uh, I'm not, uh, listen, I'm old school. I like everything the way it was 40 years ago. Unfortunately, it's just, they're rolling over us. We got At no one choice. point, the boards went out, and they were just playing white all the way around. I said to Jen, I said, look, it's 1978. Yeah. yeah. Those were the days. Now, I also got from your, I don't know if I got this correctly. You never know with me. Uh uh, I feel like people hate the Messier and Chelios and the whole broadcast. They just hate it. They don't like it. What what, what do you think is at the heart of the hate for it? I I don't know what it is with Messier. I just think that, I don't know. There's something, there's something about him. And I think it's just because he's part of ESPN that I think has, has bothered me about, like that just bothers me. Uh, and Chris Chelios, you know, he's not, they're just, they're just studio stooges, you know? And I'm like, they don't really have opinion. Like they have, they have no strong opinions. And I feel like, well, Messi was bitching about how cold it was in the studio. I'm yeah. like, this is a, this is the man of, to his daily cup, but he's worried about. I, I don't. I don't find him to be brimming with personality. He's 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 a bit monotone. What's up, NY Sports? Sam Miola's here. What's up, Sam? Haven't seen you in a long time. Oh yeah, that Benjamin Moore, brother of John Moore. Right. Yes. Yes, they showed uh, Chelios fighting Gerard Gallant in between periods. I saw that. I saw Gallant whipping him, and then Chelios. Well, Gallant was beating him while he was down, which I kind of liked. And then was he allowing them to interview him during the game? Fuck that shit. Get that uh, whatever. Everybody hates that chick. What's her name? 
Gabe Kaplan or whatever her name is. <laughs> yes, Gabe, Gabe Kaplan. That's her. Yeah. Uh, Emily Kaplan or something. Oh, it's oh, that's Adam. Oh, hey, what's up, Adam? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. The, the, these interviews with the coaches, they're just as dumb in hockey as they are in baseball and football coming out of halftime when they interview the coaches. They never say anything. They never give you anything. And you can tell they don't want to do it. Is there some kind of information that the ratings go up during these? Because when that goes to the sideline reporter, I tune out completely. I don't even care. I uh, Oh, Rocco said so, Rocco. How you doing, buddy boy? What's up, Rocco? Last time I saw Rocco, the Rangers were tanking. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Amanda uh, Borges? I don't remember. Borgs? Borg, yeah, yeah. Pre-COVID. I don't know. I, I, I wanted to, you know, on the plus side, there was, and I forgot her name. She did one of the preseason games. Uh, I think it was the one that was on Hulu or Amazon or one of those things. I don't know what it's on. She wasn't bad. Like she was talking hockey. She, you know, she was joking around a little bit. I, she didn't grate on my nerves. And I said, "Wow!" I said, "I said this is somebody I could listen to." But don't I mean just to, to finish this subject? Uh, isn't there a female announcer in football? Because my friends have the package, and like we. Well, the, not the package, but you know they have the the season pass or whatever they call it, right? And there's a a, a female who does play by play. Really? Yeah. Could somebody confirm that? Maybe it's just Sam. <laughs> I think it's abroad, but no, it's a. I think there is a female, and, and let me tell you, nails on a chalkboard. It's just uh, not interested. Not, not interested. It's like you're not dating her. <laughs> no, that's not even what I'm not interested in hearing it. It's a, I'm sorry. We have, I gotta go. Love you. Have a good night you at work. Everybody say bye, Jen. Bye, Jen. Bye. You know how I feel about broads and broadcasting. <laughs> broads. <laughs> Do you hear what she said? You know how I feel about broads and broadcasting. Uh, Beth Mowens, that's her name, Mike. Uh, women we, play. Women play all these sports. Jim, you got to put a little Beth Mowens up there. Beth, find her on yeah. YouTube. I want to see how much she aggravates you, just for my own pleasure. Hold on, boy. Yes, and she's terrible. Oh God. And then we'll move it along. I'm sorry. Beth Mullins made history behind the microphone as the first woman in 30 years to call an NFL game. Who's the last one? Phyllis George? Oh, I don't have no idea. <laughs> Beth. Oh, wait. Is... Making performance Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to find. Like an actual call? Yeah. <laughs> All I know is all I know is when I Google Beth Mullins, one of the first things that comes up is 10 great games that were ruined by an announcer. <laughs> Hang on. She Let's ruined see. Jets Lions in 2018. That's hard to ruin that match. Beth Mullins has been covering sports for over 20 years. The last Monday, she shattered the glass. Hold on. Oh, the glass ceiling. Get the here fuck we, out. Here of we here. go. I'm sorry, ladies. I 
I just want er- the best people to do the best job, not because, and that goes for everything. Speaking of first, Beth Moens has been covering sports for over 20 years. But last Monday, she shattered the glass ceiling in the play-by-play booth, becoming the first female broadcaster to call a nationally televised NFL game. She'll be in the booth again this Sunday, calling the game between the Cleveland Browns and the Indianapolis Colts on CBS. She sat down with my colleague, Rena Ninen. Uh, we're not going to do it. Rivers oh, dumps it off to Gordon underneath, launching for the goal line and in. Touchdown, Los Angeles. It's not just. Oh, look at the eyes. You gave the Ralph Graham the eyes. You smashed an incredibly thick. All right, that's glass it. I don't, I, we don't need to hear it. I mean, why do you think it is that it took so long to have someone here full time, a woman calling the play by play? You know, I, I think it's a. I've always approached play. Play by play as kneeling. You smashed it. You smashed it. In the goal line, it is. It's a touchdown, coach. In the goal line, it is. Goal line, it is. Sorry, I, I don't. If I lose, if we lose our female audience, I apologize. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Okay, the man's well, sport. I want to hear. I want to hear the man's opinion. I want to hear from guys who have played it. I, I don't want to hear it. There's, the women play every sport. Let women do every. Let women have every job in women broadcasting. Men shouldn't go anywhere near women broadcasting. Just let me have. Let me have a guy call my football games and my hockey games. Baseball, I don't give a shit about. It's so fucking boring. She's uh, going to call the Giants game. Next week. She's calling the Giants game. No, I don't. I'll be listening. That's in the uproar. That Carl Banks. <laughs> Hey, Chris, how are you? So uh, back to the Rangers tonight. We I don't want it. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm moving on. Sure. Right, tonight we get Sam and Joe. Patty Duke agrees with me. Okay. Uh, <sighs> all right. Well, I don't know. that. I mean, I don't like it. Because we're flipping around the channels. I hear her, and I'm like, no, switch, switch, switch. I start yelling. Uh, Al Troutwick, we don't know where he is, Chris. Witness relocation program. We don't know. Nobody will tell us. Uh, Andy, you must be trolling us with Susan Walden. I I don't know. I don't know anybody that likes Susan Walden doing baseball games. Well, she's she's annoying. That voice, oh fucking, and the oh, never mind. Anyway, moving okay. on. So moving on tonight, uh, uh, the New York Rangers. We're getting Sam and Joe. <laughs> what are they, they're in Minnesota tonight, or what's they're going almost, on? Man. Almost, almost. Uh, Doris Burke. I have never heard. We don't watch basketball. Couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Wouldn't know her if I hit her with my car. Yeah. Doris Day, Doris Burke, same thing to us. Doris Day. She's dead. Doris Day. Oh. Yeah, that's right. It's where you women should be baking. <laughs> Holy kidding. I can't even say it with a straight face. Uh, okay. I don't, so- I don't care. Make, let them, let them, women, beat writers, fine. Don't care. Women, 
Sideline reporters, fine. In between the benches, fine. Don't care. Studio hosts, fine. I don't want them calling the games. I just don't. It's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. I don't care. Nothing's going to change that. Uh, well, that makes me old-fashioned, misogynistic. So be it. We're going to get canceled now. Can't get canceled. Twitter Twitter's not a real place. Twitterati is going to be out. Twitter's not a real place. It isn't. That's <laughs> true. Couple of big games. We got Minnesota tonight. Winnipeg tomorrow night. Be a night. tough game tonight. Be a tough game. Minnesota's tough uh, got some really good players. Got some really good young players. Some of the Rangers. Uh, I was a little worried with Braden Schneider. I felt like Schneider had kind of tailed off at the end of the playoffs. Now, listen, he was thrown into it, so I was kind of looking for uh, you know something. Really didn't see it in the preseason. And uh, he looks good. He's number four, like you said. Uh, what they give him, like 12, 14 minutes of playing time, that third pairing? That's just about right. Since neither plays. Uh, 11.47 for Schneider, 13.31 for Jones. He had 23 seconds of power play time and a little bit of shorthanded time. But um, other than that, I mean, they were pretty even. All right. So. People want to know, is Igor in goal tonight? Can we get an answer from that? Uh, from uh, I'll let you know. Okay. Ed Engels on WINS Sports. Can he tell us? <laughs> Ed he used to wake up every morning and listen to that before he went to school. All news all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't heard a decision. I don't know. This coach, you know, he doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, yeah. He's Mr. Mysterious. Uh, what do you think about Ryan Carpenter? Uh, well, we were looking to bury him early. He looked like he had a decent game from what I could see. Igor is in. Thank you, Mike. Ryan Carpenter had nine minutes of ice time. Uh, whoopee. Whoopee. <laughs> Vitaly Kravtsov played six seconds and then fell he is down. day to day, which, <laughs> which, as I said, that's what our coach says. And like I said in our group, knowing this coach, that means Columbus Day to Mother's Day. That's right. It's very vague. So the Dryden uh, Hunt era begins again tonight. The nine-minute evals are in, as our uh, friend... Uh, I'm pretty sure duck fishing, deep puck fishing and outdoors. I believe that's uh, Doug. Doug. Yes. Don't worry. Let's not bury Igor. I mean, Vitaly crafts off with a Y so far. Uh, and uh, hey, if, if it turns out that Kako is, the, uh, is great on that first line, thank God he got hurt. They got to make that number two pick overall uh, stand out. Uh, th- did you guys glean anything any, uh, from uh, anybody else on the team? Impressed you? I keep seeing Ryan Reeves. Why? That's that. That's like when I see him out there. But only six minutes of ice time. Why? Why dress him? Just why? Go out there, throw three hits and come off the ice. Yeah, crap shack. Coach loves him. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, and Costa brings up a good point. He brought it up earlier about Trocek. The face-offs were incredible. 63%, Mr. Trocek, was. Philip Hedo was 75% on face-offs. Wow. Gearing up for the cup run. Nobody's getting on Sammy Blay that he's hurt already. But my boy, the Russian rifle, Vitaly Kravtsov, under the gun early. Well, because, you know what, I think Blay was kind of it's kind of glossed over because it was preseason. And, you know, he's expected back any day. Right. And, and he hit. Not a, you know, he's not quite as highly regarded as as your number nine pick. Right. For some reason. <laughs> right. For some reason. Right. Sammy Blay, because he hits, and probably one of the reasons why he's going to be hurt a lot. But we don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to judge the jury, Sammy Blay. He's part of my solution for that fourth line. Just like if I got play and the Rangers are good enough to have Goodrow, Goodrow, and some other piece, I don't care who it is, to have a decent fourth line, I'm all for it. But uh, now who's in for crafts off? Dryden Hunt tonight? Dryden Hunt. Why? Haven't we seen enough of this guy? I mean, aren't there like three guys? On this team, we've seen enough. <laughs> Ryan Reeves. I well, who, else, who else is going to play right now? The problem is they have no cap space. Mm -hmm. They have nothing to work with. I mean, I think I think Larry Brooks said yesterday that they have like $135,000 of cap space. <laughs> so they can't make any moves. They can't, they can't do much of anything. So this is what they got. That's what they got, huh? So... Ah, oh, listen. It is what it is, as Paulie would say. Well, a little fagoozy, I think, having Dryden Hunt in there. I mean, they they couldn't find out some other dope to fill in. But I guess uh, our boy Gustav, uh, what was this, Gustav Nyquil, what was the guy we liked? Gustav Rydahl. I liked him. He, do you like? Did you like him? I did like him. I'm glad that he's uh, in the minors, though, because the AHL team needs hit. He'd be a good call-up. Then, could somebody explain to me, and maybe you can, maybe the people at home, because, again, now, didn't we sign John Brodzinski or Johnny Brodzinski to a two-year contract in the offseason? You are correct, sir. And weren't we, like, having his brother or scouting his brother we're inviting the whole Brodzinski family into the whole yeah, his, brother was, his brother was in camp too wasn't he yeah I think Easton, so Easton yeah. the Easton assassin yes he's also with the Wolfpack okay but then we waved Johnny was that because he couldn't be claimed or something am I missing something uh, we sign a guy then we wave him well, I think he had to pass through, he's got to pass through waivers to go to Hartford. So nobody no. wanted to grab the immortal Johnny Brodzinski, I guess. No. It felt and lock him in for a full year. I guess. I mean, maybe that was the reason they signed yeah. him so he could pass. I, I, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think certain guys have to pass through waivers. Oh, I thought it was more on merit that they signed him, not that some tactical cap move. Merit. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the games. Uh, I want to tell you, I, I was excited. I hope I see a good effort tonight. We got 
We got, yeah, we got uh, Shesterkin in net tonight. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Who are they playing next? Winnipeg. Oh, good. That'll be a good time to get Halak in. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Yes. Oh, back-to-backs. I didn't know that. Getting right into it. Yeah. Well, and then knowing good. the NHL, they're off for a week and a half. Yeah, they'll be off for two months. We won't see right. <laughs> They'll go right into their bye. There's a free – where can <laughs> I find this AHL TV? Uh, who's uh, who's uh, oh, uh, Adam, where can I find this? Is this on the internet? It's streaming, yes. Yeah, I can't bother with that. Can't be bothered with streaming? No, I, got to, I actually have streaming on my TV, on the smart TV. Uh, Trochek- the, Rangers, the Rangers will be back uh, actually Monday night at home. Starts a four-game homestand against Anaheim. And then the return of David Quinn. Oh, won't be a, there won't be a dry eye in the house next Thursday night. The San Jose Sharks come What's to dry house. The they probably get booed. There won't be a dry eye in the house. Well, I wish him well in all his endeavors. See, Ryan Strom got a couple points the other night. Fantastic. As long as he doesn't get him against us, I don't care. I'm just joking around. Wish you nothing but the best. Uh, so, and uh, then the uh, Stanley Cup champions will complete that homestand, and then they go back on the road for a couple of games, including a trip to Arizona. And lest we forget, October 29th they will be in Dallas. We'll talk about the viewing party in a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Ah, so uh, we'll see Sherlock Holmes. It did look a little bit like Cumberbatch. Uh, Quinn. Uh, I would like to see Zach Jones. See, I, you know, again, I. It, it sometimes I have unrealistic expectations with these younger guys. Like Zach Jones, I think should be on the power play, but there's no way he's going to play the power play. Well, not when your first power play unit is out there for oh yeah, forty five seconds. That's true. That's point number one. Point number so two. Where's the you know, where's the where's the time? Like you know what I mean? Tr- he's never going to come out there for Truba. Truba gets paid way too much as the captain. But this guy can run a power play, man. And I just, but you're right. Why would you want? One of the best power plays in the league, not to be out there for a minute forty-five. So we'll uh, see. I, let me, let me see. Oh yes, Georgiev got a win in Colorado after a kind of uh, men's and men's preseason. I think he gave up six goals in one preseason game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it didn't look good, Fishiev. But then uh, he turned in a win. Uh, Adam Fox got the bulk of the power play minutes from the defense. Truba had 54 seconds of power play time, and then the rest was forwards. Panarin, Trocek, Kreider, Zibanejad, and Fox was basically the number one power play unit. But it, so, it's, where, it's, so where do you who tell me who Zach Jones replaces? Well, in that unit of five. Well, I want. I don't want to say who he replaces because. If I do, that means the guy's injured because that's 
what's the good thing about it is that you have a guy in there if somebody gets hurt. Right. That you can slot in there, and that's where he'll get his turn, which is, again, I got no complaint about anything right now after one game. Right. Maybe after tonight, maybe not so much. We'll see. We know how it goes with us. Uh, Peter, you should, Peter, the weather should be pretty nice when you go to the Arizona game. October is not too bad, especially later October. Yeah. By November, you've hit the real nice weather, and Pete's going to the the Rangers Coyotes game in in Tempe at their new brand new college arena. Have has it been, they play? Have they played a game at this arena yet? I want to see what it looks like on TV. I don't even know. Come on, you follow that Coyotes hockey. <laughs> only only enough to make fun of them online. Uh, let me see. Official Arizona Coyotes website. Uh, schedule. Uh, it looks like tonight is their home opener. Or tonight, excuse me, tonight is their opening, their first game of the season. Their first game. But they're in Pittsburgh. Saturday, they're in Boston. Oh, they're on the road until. <coughs> excuse me. That arena up? They're on the road until the 28th. They play the first six games at home or on the road. Because they're adding a row of bleachers. Right. <laughs> so oh man that's very interesting uh have the islanders no, it's played? really not no it's not but it's, it's kind, really of, not. kind of a spectacle right like an oddity right have the islanders and the 30 million dollar man uh matt barzell uh is he, is he playing is he making more money than uh, panera now what's going on over there have they played yet? I need to be. I, I feel like I was in Cleveland, so I was out of touch with everything. There's no hockey news in Cleveland. The Barons do not, not play since there. the Barons left. And Rick Hampton and Dennis Baruch and Gilles Malash. The Islanders will play their first game of the season tonight against the Florida Panthers. I hope they get waxed. Come <laughs> get some. Oh, God, that fucking lady. Uh- Sam get Sam. get Sam. Oh God. I'd like to hear her call a hockey game. Or oh, a football God. game. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can have her on the show and ask her to do a game. Uh riff for a second while I grab my water bottle. All right, let me riff. Uh let's see. Uh what do I have to say? I mean, Rock uh, has me worried about Trocek, but I thought Trocek was fine in this game. Uh, again, what could you do? The, the, uh, the face-offs. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, Jim, I feel like the Rangers just came right in, right were in the groove. Uh, as Madonna would say, and uh, they look. It was definitely one of the better opening night performances I can remember. Yeah. They looked on task. Uh, Their head was in the game. They didn't look like the first time they've ever seen each other or played with each other, which usually is the norm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they lost opening night last year. Pretty sure they lost their first game under David Quinn when they were still, you know, 
getting used to each other and all these young guys. I remember the first couple of games, AV oh. coached, they got blown out like nine nothing, I think, or like, something, didn't like they? Thomas Hurdle had like a five goal game against them, San Jose or something. So, crazy. you know, this is not a team that primarily gets off to uh, great starts. So, you know, it was really nice to see them come out and play a solid game all around. Special teams are going to be the strength of the team again. I think that's obvious. We saw the way the, I mean, the, uh, Penalty kill, I think, had three or four goals, shorthanded goals, in the preseason. And then they come out last night, and they already and they get one. Mika's manager. Uh, speaking of- just one last thought. Uh, for, all the, for all the guff I give Gerard Gallant, still don't know what he does. One thing he did do that he had right was make Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad penalty killers. That's one thing. That's one thing that was absolutely that is his one stroke of brilliance as far as I can uh, see. Yeah, no, that was that's <coughs> a game changer. How about those horseshit calls by Chris Rooney and his, his clown friend Keandre Miller? That two penalties on one play. Two penalties. What a nonsense was that? Yep. Welcome yep. back. Just buffoonery. How about that speech Chris Rooney gave before the face-off? Oh, that was gay. That was like written by Bettman himself. Oh, that I could have, my stomach was turning. According, apparently, something I read said that ESPN told him to do that. Fuck ESPN. Now I'm not watching them. Well, it's not like I was watching them before, but... I don't know. I'm sure they have. Shut up. Shut up. Drop the puck, you asshole, and start with your bad officiating for the year. I can think of was Mr. Chow. So long, gay boy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Max? It was awkward. It was uh, was too, uh, it was extra, as the kids say today. Oh, yeah, I hear that a lot. This yeah, hour. I hear that a lot. Dad, you're being so extra. Yeah, yeah. Why is he so extra? Yeah, he is. He's he is extra. That guy. So, I uh, did not like that. As a traditionalist, that combined with the Star Wars board graphics, not liking it. You might as well bring back Fox tracks. Now that I can hear all year. Joe, how you doing? I would love to hear. Somehow, can't they get the voice of Bill Chadwick? You know, they have those, you know, there's got to be some kind of device now. We can have Chadwick doing the game. We just punch in. A voice changer. Yeah, but you just type in what he says, and it says it perfect. Well, they have those things they sell. You know, they usually have them at Christmas or Halloween. The you get, it's a you know it's like a Darth Vader mask, and you talk through it, and you sound like Darth Vader. Why can't we make one of those that makes you sound like Chadwick? What game is he? Doug says, Doug says I didn't even notice the boards until Jim started to complain about it. Well, that's what I do. That's what uh, I, I do. did notice it, and I was on hallucinogenic. Imagine you just put a you know you just put a thing up to your mouth and go. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it, Chris John, that's right. It looked like he was reading a hostage statement. <laughs> Blinking his eyes. Get me out of here. Right. Well, speaking of bad officiating, you'll be seeing more tonight because there isn't really good officiating in this league. 
during the regular season. Uh, sometimes postseason, it could get good if they decide not to call anything. Yeah, that's what we got to do, go. Joe. We got to get some AI software. We got some software guys in they here. They can know about the software, but that's it. Advance. They could do the same thing. Feed it, feed it old Sam Rosen clips from 1992 when he could keep up with the game. And we, could yeah, have, we could have Sam help forever. them out. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. We need to like DH out. Sam like they're like they're doing with Harrison Ford and the new Indiana Jones. Is that what they're doing? Well, there's I I know there's a flashback scene in the movie where he's DH'd. I saw it in a uh, in a in a half-ass video of a trailer that somebody made at a at a at one of the comic con or Disney a Disney thing or something. Uh-huh. They showed a trailer. Somebody got it on cell phone, and that's how I saw it. They could do a lot with the technology nowadays. That they can. So, Doctor B doesn't want to be so negative about everything. Who's being negative? What am I do? It's one. The one and zero. All right. What to be negative about? We're negative about the broadcast. We got to talk about all angles. Right. We cover everything on this show. We'll get to the heat maps later. Oh, I said the Rangers are great. Uh, everything. I did say all that. I love the fact that they didn't miss a step for the postseason. It looks like so far. It's one game. They lose 6-1 tonight. You won't be talking about the positives. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night at 6 yeah. o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you how, how trashy they were tonight. You know, uh, when Jonathan Eck has six goals tonight, and you're saying, what? I can't believe this guy. Oh, Zuccarello. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me uh, hang on a second. Let's let's watch this video. video. I got to find it because a lot of people probably didn't get to see it. I know I didn't get to see it because they didn't show it. And this is just a, this is just cell phone video, and I haven't even looked at this yet. But from who? Uh, I don't I don't know. Somebody took video and uploaded it to YouTube. Uh, hang on. Boy, that uh, passed our quality control. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, this is uh... opening night player introductions. Assistant equipment manager, Bob Packlin. Hi, Bob. Looks like a convict. Oh, well, massage me, Connor. Rammer. Who the fuck is that? Sam Kelly, video assistant. Well, he's got to put on some weight. Another Italian. Who's that, Lindy Ruff? Oh, Benoit Ole. I like the 
Cop. He runs me like a cop. Well, I really will really appreciate being here. The Black Aces. Yeah, baby. Jack, I love you. Can we stop it here for a second? Uh, I'm having problems with Lafreniere's name. Some of these announcers are calling him Lafreniere. And Lafreniere, I like Lafreniere better. What uh, what are we calling him? I call him Lafreniere. Is Lafreniere the proper way to say it? I don't know. I mean, some of these ref, I mean, these announcers are calling him Lafreniere, but I call him Lafreniere, and I think that's the way I'm going to stick it. What What are you people? Yeah, we'll stick with that hey. until he tells us otherwise when he comes on the oh. show. Okay. Trochi. Jim Trocha. Please get off the side. This is what I would be saying after the <laughs> Number 23. You're a god. You and Brian Leach. I drink your bath water. I would have been booing at this point. You would not. I wouldn't have booed, but I'd be like, uh, two points, 20 games. <laughs> you would have, I, you would have I'm been very, Get very, it together, Finney. I'm very crotchety. Number 26, Jimmy. <laughs> Easy peasy, Jimmy V. Uh, I've always liked Jimmy. That would have been my nice. big head. You better score. Small head. Oh, this guy. I would have yelled, I want to have your baby. I would have cheered him. Let's go, Lindsay! Lindgren? Yes, sir. I, I would have clapped for him. Uh, all's forgiven for that playoff. The playoff was... Looks like he's improving, too. Who 
we just got announced now. Keandre Miller. He's my favorite ranger for a good draw right now. I hope to wear his shirt at the beautiful. He's turning into a real elite player, Sam. Gained three pounds. Oh. Those aren't booze, Joe. Two years ago they were. Alright, baby, and now I'm all really excited. What song are they playing? Love on the rocks. It ain't no surprise. <laughs> what are they playing? I didn't know what song are they playing. That's the U2 song that they play. Oh, at yeah, the, the song end, you play. Yeah. The end of the game. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> All right. So, what? speaking of the viewing party, I see up here. Uh, Get to it. We are just 16 days away, folks. McHale's Bar and Grill, October 29th. Rangers taking on the Dallas Stars at 2 p.m. Join us there. We're going to have raffles, giveaways, all kinds of stuff. Have a lot of fun. McHale's is a great place. Great food. We'll be, we got our own little spot upstairs. We're going to have a blast. We did two games there last year. No COVID rules anymore. No vaccinations. No nothing. You could literally be coughing up green mucus as you walk in the door. We don't care. Well, maybe we do, but. Uh, Eddie will be there. Will the Swami hat be there? Will the Shotsky be there? The Swami hat, I'm looking at it right now. The Shotsky and Swami hat will be there. And uh, maybe we'll work on a cutout of some sort. Uh, Ooh, yes. The cutter. Where the is cut cutter? The cutout was a big hit. Yeah, cutter is that not here tonight. was a big hit. People defiled it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. People gave it the finger. And as promised, and this was not easy, and we have to give a major, major thank you. Eddie doesn't even know this yet. Thank you to Danielle Stewart, because if you are a regular shopper on Fanatics, you will know that they are out of just about every New York Rangers jersey they carry. Mm. But Danielle was nice enough. I spoke to her last week. She was at opening night, and she purchased for us. I mean, we paid for it, but she was nice enough to pick us up. And Igor Shesterkin, authentic jersey, right from Madison Square Garden, Eddie, for five thousand dollars, we are going <laughs> to give that bad boy away at our viewing party, home or away. Uh, it is a home jersey. Oh! It is a home jersey. Yep. 
She asked home or away. I said, we'll take either, but we prefer home. Danielle Stewart, I salute you. She's awesome, right? And there's a picture of it coming off the rack. So, Ooh. and the, she sent me a picture of the receipt too, and she'll bring the receipt. Is Tony Stanziano uh, eligible to wear it, uh, win it again since he won the last? You buy a raffle ticket, you can win the raffle. I, okay, we don't, we don't right. discriminate. You come hey, out, money. you come out to our viewing party, and you spend your hard-earned money, however you want. I wanted to ask Marty: Was he? Did he watch the Giants game <laughs> when it was over there in England, uh, over in the UK? He's a he did. And we want to say hello. To, we want to say hello to Marty. Glad you're here, Marty. Marty is has got a little. I don't want to get too far into it. Marty's dealing with some health issues. Marty, we hope you're doing uh-huh. all right. Hang in there, brother. We love you. Let's go, Giants. Let's go, Rangers. We love you, brother. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll do our predictions at the next show. I mean, we had an over on I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. Other than Rangers, let me just say this. A lot of people coming up to me saying, well, do you think the Rangers may have a problem making the playoffs? I think they could be not as good as last year, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, are they going to win 50 games? I don't know. But uh, Igor Shesterkin uh, gives you a chance every game. That's all I could say. Uh, whether they, they go 52 f- games last year, you think they win less than that this year? It could be. Could that be. was tying tying their team record, right? 52 wins. I mean, yeah, it could it could be. I mean, you don't know. I'm I'm not going to predict this. Injuries play a big part. Um, can the Rangers go as far in the playoffs? That's going to be a different situation because last year we got some playoff help through free, uh, through uh, free agency and whatever year the trades at the deadline, and uh, that got us gave us another start, a, a reboost, if you will. Will that happen this year? We don't know, so mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, but I think the Rangers will be a successful hockey team. Do I think they're a cup contender? No. Maybe. How many years have you got? You certainly can't. Well, one thing you can't count on this year that they had last year is playing the second and third string goaltenders on the other team in the first two rounds. Right. Let's face it. Let's be honest. That didn't hurt them at all. You know, I'm not apologizing for it, but uh, it doesn't hurt. You get I mean, you're going to tell me going into the Pittsburgh series, who would you rather face, Christian Jarry or Louis Domingue? Uh, probably going Louis Domingue. Yes. Especially after I saw him in preseason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you, if, you ask me, got... uh, if you ask me, who do you want to face against Carolina? Who is it? Uh, who's, the, who's their main guy? Freddie Anderson, right? Yeah. Freddie Anderson or, uh, or Needle Dick or whatever the hell that third string goaltender's name is, I'll probably take my chances with Needle Dick. Yes. You know, we're, we're just gonna to yes, we're just going to have to see. I'm not, I'm not a big in predictions. I think Rangers have a good team. Uh, you know, history tells us this team doesn't win Stanley Cups. So uh, I can't say you're a contender. The, the ranger pessimist in, in, in me, although I've seen on so, several people, bloggers, vloggers, whatever, have have the rangers up there. I can't go there. That's just me. But uh, You're not ready to call them a, a cup contender? 
I got I, I got it. If they play games like they played yes last uh, two days ago, uh, yeah, I, I think they could be. But I got to see those shots on goal got to come down. They got the they got the personnel to do it. They do. They have the personnel, so I guess I guess I am calling them. It's just the it, it's all got to come together again. So we'll see. I'll say this. I think they're I think they're uh I think their regular season success will be very similar to last year's. I think their playoff success is going to depend on on their special teams and their fourth line. Okay. Sounds good. I think if their fourth line plays as poorly as they did, especially against Tampa, they'll get bounced again. Second or third round. They got to have that secondary scoring from the young kids in the playoffs because it get the deeper you go, they've got to get goals from people because they were just anemic after getting up two games to nothing against Tampa last year. But we'll see. Game game two. So uh, uh, I don't think Kreider's going to get 52 goals again. That's going to be tough. But who knows? It's a bit well, of a since you're talking about it, you want to go. You want to go to the over. You want to do the over/unders as long as we're here. Let's, yeah, let's run through it quick. First one on the list, Chris Kreider. Now, I now I think it's unreasonable to. Usually, we try and set these benchmarks when we do this every year. We typically base it on the previous year's output, but I think that is unreasonable in his case, being that it was 23 more than his career, his previous career high. So I set his bar at 40 goals. I think he'll continue to be a force on the power play. He's, he's, yeah, he's around the 40-goal mark. Over or under? Um, I'll say 40, right on the dot. Right on the dot. I'm going over, but not by much. Okay. I will say over and Eddie equal. By the way, I always write these down, and we never revisit this. But I write well, it down. Let somebody be in charge of making sure we revisit this. <laughs> I should make like an official chart and post it in the group, and then we'll save it. And then we'll That's have it, it for saved. Chef's <clears throat> got over. Andy Pettit's got it under. Uh, let's see. Doctor oh. B says thirty-seven. Uh, I thought we were going to be all positive. <laughs> he went under. Okay. <laughs> Dr. B says I can't be negative. I, you know, there's too much, too much went right the other night. And then the first prediction right off the bat. Took 25 goals away from Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider will be lucky to hit 15 goals this yeah, year. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Next is a big one. This and this this is going to this is a reach for as far as a, an over-under number. Okay. Capo Caco, 20 goals. It's not happening, hot stuff. Eddie's under. I'm going right at 20. I'm saying he's going to hit 20 goals. Wow. If they leave him alone and let him play with the and let him play with Zabanajad and Kreider. No, that's crap. Leave him alone. He's going to have a great season. That's crap soft spot. What are they going to leave All right, go ahead. Now, you're not going to see crafts off for three months. Are you kidding me? I go to fifteen thousand dollars in hockey cards invested in that guy. Alexei Lafreniere, twenty-five goals over or under. 
I got to say yes. I love that kid. You're giving him the over? Giving him the over. I love him. All right. Now, I based that number. I think he had 19 last year, didn't he? Or 18? We'll get him under. <clears throat> get him Mopey yeah. 18 for the year. I know they're talking about Kaka, but I'm going over on the on Lafreniere. All right, I like the positivity. Put some, mostly over on this. Tell me the, the guy's chat. name before you do it. Crafts What's like that? a whiner. Get out of here! Oh. You, you're baiting me. Laffy twenty. What's overs for Laffy? Everybody's high on Laffy. All right, well, that's good. All right. I like the positivity. Dr. B says over, way over. Whoa! Now he's back Whoa. to... I think he's a little... Way over is like over 40 goals. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so now we now got... See, you want negativity? There you go, right there. Dan, I like Dan Murphy. Two goals. <laughs> two goals. All right. He scored two goals the other night. Kako? One game, yeah. Yeah, that was preseason. Well, hey, it all counts. Does not really. Not really. Okay. Not really. All right. Next. Next. Filipino. Oh God! Twenty goals. Over or under. Sixteen goals. He's getting. Sixteen goals. How can all of these guys get twenty goals? Kreider's going to get forty. I mean, really? I didn't. I, I'm not saying he. That's what's going to happen. I'm just saying. I'm just asking the question. That's all. I'm just saying if everybody goes over with these guys. Well, we're talking about Heedle, not Zip Zabinajad. Right. Don't I know we get at least two. Mika <laughs> <laughs> Zabinajad, over or under two goals? I'm going to go with the over. <laughs> All right, so Philip. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. What's his high, like 16 or 17? Uh, hang on. I had his stats here a second ago. Uh, 14. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going under two, but I don't think it's going to be a. Uh, he might a pick up point. some more assists. I mean. Right. I, I do think we are going to see a much improved Filipino this year. If he's not hurt. But I don't, but I, I don't think he's a. I, I don't think he's the goal of game points goal scorer that we saw in the playoffs either. No, but as long as he is, I don't care. My voice is giving out. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Vinny Trocek. Interesting. 21 goals over or under. He had 21 goals last year, I believe. Yes. 21 goals. For Carolina. I want to say just a tad over. You're getting that power play time with those those guys is going to boost his stats, I think. Panarin, too, is a gigantic setup guy. I'm going under on Trojek. Oh, no. All right. Um, Mika Zibanejad, he had how many points last year? I forgot to write him in here. I want to close to his goal total. Mika Zibanejad had 81 points last year. Is he going over or under that? I'm sorry. I'm just uh, a lot of people not uh, so uh, enamored with Trocek. A lot of people saying under. Okay. Now, who are we talking about now? Mika Zibanejad, 81 points over or under. 
I think he takes that jump. I, I think he's going to be a 100-point guy. Wow. Just he looks <laughs> dominant. I mean, I, again, it's one game. I don't want to, you know, shoot the proverbial uh, load on the guy, but uh, he's just so good on both ends of the ice. I agree. I, uh, I'm going over. I don't know if he's getting to 100 points. That's he plays every. Just not a lot of guys do it. Like back all right, in the day. okay, I'll lower it. To... No, 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 no. I want you to stick with it because if it happens, I want you to be the guy that called it. Well, now I'm getting brought back to reality. I think uh, I'll say 90 points. I'm writing down. You wrote. It. I'm. I'm, I'm, right, I'm writing okay. down 100 points. I'm writing it down. Don't you want to be right if he hits 100? Yeah, I do. I want to. You know, Don't you want to say, I told you. I mean, in, in April, do you really want to say, I told you he'd hit 90 points? Everybody's like, I did the guy's a star. I mean, but, if you, if, but if we come back in April and you say, I told you he'd be 20 points better than last year. Yeah, what happens if he's got 40 points? At the our end? ratings will go through the roof. Okay. All right. He's we'll have the over 32 record. people in the chat room. All right, okay, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with. You. I'll accept the challenge. Keandre Miller, who everyone, everyone, universally expecting very uh, big things I think from him. You got to temper expectations for the defenseman. Of course, I'm the one of the biggest proponents of this guy, but. Am I looking to start taking out everybody and hitting and become a force, this and that? I still think he's got a ways to go to become a dominant defenseman. Playing with the right guy. He had 20 points last year. Does he get 40 points this year? Well, who do they play on the second unit? Do they play him with Truba on the second unit? Second power play unit? Yeah. Um, It gets 15 seconds? (laughs) Honestly, I don't. I don't remember no, who. I'll say yes. He had eight seconds of power play time in game yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, he should get more goals. He throws pucks to the net. I like that. That's what Jones does too. He just right. throws it towards the net. Not necessarily a shot, but uh, I'm not looking for the scoring to come from him yet. Go ahead. Adam Fox had 74 points last year. I'm leaving it right there. 75 points over or under. How many games did he play last year? I believe it was 70. I want to say 78. But hang on. I'm going to look it up. I think he missed four games. Okay. Uh, oh, Schmiedeberg, you're good. 78 games. Ah, uh, I'm going to say more. Give me more, oh. please. I'm going... Same. I'm going, yeah, right. I think he's going to be right around 75 points again, which there's no shame. There's no shame in that. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got two more for you, or three more, actually. Uh, Igor had 36 wins last year. Will he be over that this year or under that? Over. I'll say over. Over. All right. I'm going over as well. And Ryan Reeves, 40 games played, over or under? Pa, I'll definitely over because he's a FUD boy. He will play with, you know, 
he'll be effective in one. How about will he fight anybody? Will he fight Tom Wilson this year? Will over under on fights too? Will he fight uh, one of the Islander guys this year? He won't fight. What? He's not gonna fight. What the fuck is he here for? He's terrible. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're so you're over on that. I'm under on forty games. I don't I uh, want him to be under. Last one. Okay. And, and this one we briefly touched on. Rangers, 105 points. Over or under? Under. Teams will be ready to play against them. They won't take them as seriously. But then again, I don't know, man. Uh, see, I, don't ask me this. I'm going to be too conflicted to answer. They had 110 points last year. Uh, I just think Chester Urquhart is a god, so... It could happen. Either way, I, I can't. I can't be nailed down on this one. All right, I'm going over 105 points. Eddie and A. I'm <laughs> not available for that. <laughs> not applicable. Not applicable. Abstain. One abstention. All right, I'll say under. I'll say under. Put me on the record as under. Going under. All right. A lot of people saying under 105 points. People saying the division got tougher. I don't know. I, I have to watch. Well, if they're under, I'll tell you this much. Based on last year's standings, if they're under 105 points, they're seventh or eighth in the conference. Well, we'll see. It's not I, acceptable. Not acceptable. It's not acceptable. N.A., not acceptable. All right, boys and girls. I want to catch this game. When's the game start? 8 o'clock. Oh, well, we got time then. What was the rushing? I was rushing. Do the Rangers win their division? I don't There's care about that shit. You don't care about winning the division? No, I care about going far in the playoffs. I, I always say, I want to get to the show Last year was a dream year for me. Happiness. They didn't win the cup, which sucked, but I was proud to be a Ranger fan. I don't care. I don't care about necessarily winning the division. I do care about having at least a round or two on home ice. All right. How's that? Okay. Which doesn't which obviously doesn't happen if you're the seventh or eighth seed. So how's that? All right. You're talking sense. Now, obviously, it didn't matter in the second round. They went and did the, you know, what we thought was impossible. They won game seven in Carolina. I'd still rather have that game at Madison Square Garden. That's true. But that's just me. Well, you're a good man. <laughs> I do what I can. All right. Well, yeah, I've got a mom, though. <laughs> Why is this game starting at eight? Because it's in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. Stupid late starts. Was there some like a baseball game going on or something now? No, oh, well, they're they're an hour behind. But I mean, uh, right now is it like a the football game's on right tonight and uh, the baseball game. Right? Is it baseball? I don't know. Baseball season's over. I know. That's a, I know. That's why I asked you. I thought maybe. 
I have no idea. Uh, the Astros beat the Mariners today, four to two. It looks like Yankees. I know were rained out today. Oh, uh, everything else is tomorrow. And the Braves, uh, Phillies. What's that at? Series is tied one one. They will play tomorrow afternoon. Okay, well, that's the last time we talk baseball this year. Right. We'll talk to you in April about baseball. Uh, I could go off on baseball, but I, I don't have the energy. I mean, when did the, I mean, Jim, when did the, this sport become like the worst sport ever invented? I mean, because I'm not, I'm not an avid watcher, but when I see a pitcher out there with a card on what, like, and he's got comms in his fucking hat. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Pitches. Yeah. What the and, fuck and then they, happened? And they don't seem to work that well because there's constant problems and delays. Oh, wow. And, and the and the I mean the Padres were they definitely came in with a game plan to slow the Mets pitchers down. But I mean, come on, game two was four and a half fucking hours long. Oh, it was a joke. That's awful. Forty five minutes between Diaz appearances between an inning. Right. Right. Oh, anyway, Fanabola. Mets got what they deserved. Oh, they they were pitiful. Bad job, Mike. They were duds. Terrible, Mikey. They were duds. They deserved what they got. No hitting, no nothing. It was terrible. All right, boys and girls, let's go, Rangers. Let's fucking get at it. Let's get to it. Let's kill them. Kill those Mike Baldy, whatever the Matt Baldy, and those other guys. They got Rossi. That's supposed to be a very good young guy. Igor's a net. It's a win. Yeah, win. All right, two big games. Uh, should we come back uh, Tuesday night? We'll have three games by then to talk about. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not doing anything on Tuesdays. All right, we'll see you guys Tuesday night, seven o'clock, right here on the YouTube's. We love you. Don't forget, the viewing party is two weeks from Saturday. If you're on Facebook, please RSVP to the event so we can give Mikhail's an idea how many people are coming. Come on out, win that Igor jersey. We love you guys. Eddie, always a pleasure. Welcome back to hockey, my friend. I know. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. All right. We love you. Good night, everybody. <coughs>